0: Welcome to a lunch with Biggie, a podcast about small business and creatives sharing their stories and inspiring you. Today, my guest started a brand, letting people know that it's okay to be okay, do what you do what you love, and at the same time, to create a community and remind them, of course, to drink water. Please welcome the designer, illustrator, owner, and operator of Just Okay Co., Matt Verdier. What's going on, Matt?
1: Hey, Biggie, how's it going?
0: It's going well, man. It's been too long. Like we talked about, it's been a it's been too long since we've seen each other. Uh especially with all the different event, covid and everything like that, not doing so many markets. Yeah,
1: uh, we've, we've been out of the market circuit for a little bit, but yeah. maybe maybe we'll be doing more of that next year. We'll that's, see.
0: That's that's what I'm hoping for in 2022. So, but my first question usually during my lunch break is what's your go-to sandwich?
1: Oh, wow. I was anticipating this question actually because I do know you. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm thinking. I don't eat a lot of slices of bread with stuff in between them. To be honest, I, okay. I don't do that a lot. But when I do, and you might not think that this is a sandwich, but I'll put some uh, delicious uh, Irish grass-fed butter by uh, Kerrygold. The yes. best brand, I by the way. I love that butter. I'll some of that stuff on some oh. Old Earth bread that the bakery, local bakery we know, and I'll just fold that over. And I don't know if it's a sandwich or not, but. It's just like uh, butter with some bread as a treat every now and then. And
0: so uh, I'm going to tell you a little something. I don't know if you have you ever the they say that the cheapest and the easiest sandwich is 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 called a toast sandwich, and what they do is, is this and it's and it's real. Um, basically, what you do is instead of using two slices of bread, you use three slices of bread, uh, and the concept is you toast the you toast one of them. And the toast is in the middle. So you put butter, salt, pepper, and all that stuff on the middle toast. And then you grab the two other slices of bread that are not uh, toasted. And you basically eat like a toast sandwich. So you're eating a loaf called. of
1: bread. Basically, you're
0: it's- just it's- eating bread. Buttered bread is really what it is. But that's their, they say that that's like the the the, the cheapest sandwich you can make, huh. uh, is what they say. So yeah. Well,
1: mine's cheaper because it only uses one slice of bread. One
0: slice, one slice. And at least but it's have- good butter though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like so, a grilled cheese too, you know. Okay. I'm, yeah, you,
0: you can't <laughs> ever you can't ever go wrong with the grilled cheese. I had it for last night for dinner as well, so that's a good one. So, tell people a little bit about tell people a little bit about why and how you started, um, just okay co, um, in 20, 2017, What what made you decide to start the brand?
1: Yeah, um, twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's when I kind of decided that I wanted to have an apparel brand of some kind and at that time, I didn't really know what it was going to be about or the things that I would make, but, um, I was working at a small family owned marketing agency that just did like, uh, design for people and like, uh, vendored products and stuff that put their logos on it and whatnot. And there was a brand, uh, that worked there too, called Orlando shirts. that I'm sure you've heard of, and some of your viewers have, but I helped out a lot with that. And like, I really saw like the amazing stuff that they were doing. And that kind of like rekindled a love of like apparel and t-shirt design that I actually had from high school when I made t-shirts for my high school band. So that kind of like brought me back to that as being a viable way to make money. So after I left that, I kind of like thought that I'll just try to make some t-shirts before I like immediately start looking for a, an agency job or a graphic design job. And I was somehow lucky enough to, like, just get a little taste of like the profitability and like the fact that I maybe could somehow just make a living selling art on apparel and like designing apparel and products and stuff. And that's kind of how that started and it got going and that that gave me the, I guess, inspiration to keep going. And the first designs were like very pop culture based and just like kind of silly stuff that I thought was funny that had to do with pop culture. And I think I just gravitated toward that because I i mean, like I really like Star Wars and I like was able to make kind of like more subtly intricate and more interesting designs than I thought than what like a lot of that kind of merch was for like, I made this Taylor Swift shirt that I got a cease and desist for that was like when she had something on Twitter where she was like, I, I want to be excluded from this narrative. And I thought that was a hilarious thing to say. So I put that on a shirt. And it was, it was very simple stuff like that, that like, was kind of like pop culture based rather than original ideas.
0: Out of curiosity, the cease and desist did, um was it one of those, like, do you have it framed? Or is it one of those where you just kind of like, uh obviously you probably scared the scared the crap out of you probably when you first got it uh, <laughs> but did uh do you have it framed or anything right now
1: no i should have it was just on i was selling on etsy only at the time before i had a website and it was just like just from her legal team or whatever it was yeah. like hey you gotta take this down and the, i don't even think i like had to do that i think they just did it for me because it was just like yeah. Yeah, we're taking this down but th- that was just like was another reason why I was like maybe I don't want to like try to like work with all these entities and like things that already exist like yeah. I'm more interested in making my own stuff and I just didn't know what that was at the time so I kind of started to make things that were a little more like silly or like mental health leaning that start to started to feel a little more authentic or a little bit more like what that brand name suggested mm-hmm. that was kind of what led to that actually is was like the name of the brand it was originally just okay things and it was started with that name as sort of a description of the things like the things i was making might not be really good because i i just started doing all these things but it was okay that they weren't good that was like always part of the ethos and it kind of evolved into the name that it is now like just okay Co and then just okay company where that uh slogan it's okay to be just okay is yep. somewhat of the driving force behind it and not not everything is like a necessarily like a, a mental wellness thing but yeah. that yeah. DNA is definitely always in like all the all the things I do
0: no I, I and I love that and what the other thing that I love is the fact that you know you actually, You actually screen print so you actually kind of that's kind of how it went right like you actually studied when you were studying graphic design and everything you did you took a printmaking class and kind of learned how to do the screen printing so it kind of allows you to be um do the not only come up with the concept of it but also actually print it and put it on things so um which kind of fits perfectly when you say it's just okay my stuff is just like just okay things because yeah a lot of times you're actually hand printing these things so sometimes they're not going to be perfect um
1: they definitely weren't professionally printed at first. I mean, they still aren't a lot better. So it's like almost indistinguishable from someone who knows how to do it. But like, yeah, when I, when I started out, I had, the first time I screen printed was like way back in high school when I made those uh, band shirts, I just kind of learned the process from a speedball kit that I got from a Joann's or whatever. And then, Mm then, in uh then in college, I got to like master it a little bit better and I was always getting better at it. So that, yeah the the ability to just see something you make instantly transferred onto a shirt was definitely and always an exciting part of that process for me and that's kind of what kept me going And like i'd come up with a new design and be like oh that's awesome i get to print that now and just see that thing manifest on a t-shirt
0: yeah yeah that i totally agree with that and and i and i absolutely love i mean i actually i have many of your shirt stickers and Uh, pins and everything. So I'm a big fan of it. And I do. And I definitely love the fact that the the fact that you promote the self-acceptance, you know, sprinkled with some like sweet affirmations. Um, And it's just it's kind of and it's like very telling, especially in this time and age right now um, when it comes with it, especially with the pandemic and mental health awareness. Um, So I think it's definitely feel that way. Do you feel that your brand has grown even more because of it during this time? Um, because of the fact that I think that there's such an onus now on mental awareness, um, and also just for the mere fact that it, you know, the messages that you kind of provide and you share, um, do you feel like your brand has grown more during this pandemic, or pretty much? What What are your thoughts? Yeah,
1: um, I don't know if it's necessary. the The mental wellness trend and like that being like the scent, the focus of a lot of people's art is definitely more of a thing, and I, I don't know if I would even attribute um, my pandemic like existence, like being able to survive through pandemic with an online business is like a a very huge privilege that I'm grateful for. I don't even I don't know if I would attribute that so much to the mental health stuff. I'm sure it is part of it. But I think that was mostly like the way I was marketing and how I put that the um, acceptance that my sort of most authentic expressions were actually more relatable and more drawing to like other people. Like if I, I sort of like was allowing like that resonance of everyone else to come when I was not trying to like make something that was like fitting into that mental health box or into any other box. It's just like exactly what I think will be like ridiculous or silly or like that stuff kind of like brought in a lot of, um, gave me a little bit more attention during the pandemic. And I was, also I was like marketing on TikTok and making stupid videos too. Yeah, you were doing
0: out. good on TikTok though. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, those. I enjoyed everything <laughs> yeah. from you um, kind of sharing things. Cause like, I mean, you even, and, and I, what I love is the fact that like the honesty that you provide, like you'd be like, Hey, I made these ponchos and none of you said you wanted ponchos and now, oh, yeah, I, yeah. and I, you know, and things like that. And like, I think it's great because it's like you really have come up with some really interesting products um, you know, when it comes to that, like, what is something that you maybe possibly that you originally, cause I know every person who owns a brand or something goes, Oh my God, this is going to be killer. And then like, when you get, when it comes out, it's not what you expected. Like you thought it was going to be as good. Do you have anything like that? That's happened where you're like, Oh my God, this is going to be the best. And then it just <laughs> doesn't hit the mark that you thought it was going to hit.
1: Yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. That happens a lot with random shirt designs that I think are really cool. Sometimes it, happens the other way where the thing that I think is really cool does really well. But uh, the ponchos was a great example of that, where I just like thought that it was like ridiculous and like funny and like everyone in Florida, like gets rained on all the time. So I was like ponchos all look the same. They're just like clear and they don't have logos on them. I'm going to put logos on yellow, bright ponchos and see if people like them. And they didn't until I made that ridiculous video and everyone the right people saw it that's the like craziness of these algorithms that we're dealing with with like TikTok and instagram like it just has to catch the right wave of the right demographic kind of yeah. people that like and then it'll take off and like i sold just like a bunch of ponchos that i had been sitting in my garage for two years And so i was like this is great all
0: right <laughs> that's something to me that i feel like the and and that's always the toughest part and i'm kind of curious on what your thoughts are on it because to me, it's like, we live in a world where the internet is like a deep ocean. So, and dealing with social media, like you said, the algorithms and everything, I've read things that customers need to see things as many times as five to seven times before they actually initiate um, a purchase sometimes. Um, and so sometimes I, I, I'm i like hesitant on, um, you know, with like certain products that I'm like, well, like I've had this, you you get, I think a lot of it and you tell me if how you feel this way. And obviously I know you're printing, so you can kind of, you can kind of control like the quantities, but like for me, when I'm printing, I'm printing larger quantities because obviously it's cheaper for me. So sometimes yeah. some designs um, that I think are great designs do maybe not do as well, but a lot of times it could be because of the fact that the right people haven't seen it. And then all of a sudden people see it and then it becomes like a popular product. Um, do you see that as well with some of yours where you're like, this didn't hit and then all of a sudden like maybe something that you did a year ago all of a sudden now it just like you know kind of like the ponchos just kind of kicks into gear and and does that
1: yeah i i definitely think that happens and that's i mean that that's a great example of it but even with just like designs like a a lot of your designs that maybe you think like aren't selling well as like much as yeah i remember like right when i met you you talked about a design that you thought was awesome it was the uh, the da vinci guy. yeah and I was like this is so cool this is like a great color and a great print and a great idea and then uh, you were telling me that like not not a lot of people really cared for it yep. and I was like, yeah I, I think that definitely is a thing and it's literally just the right people seeing it sometimes maybe it's a dead idea i guess i've dubbed some of my own things that have been like this maybe wasn't the best idea in the world and then i don't print it again but i've convinced myself that if if you're if any other Small businesses. If you're listening to this, it's like if you have a bunch of product that you don't think will sell. Like, there's always a way to find the right people that want that, or at least use it in like a useful way. And that's that's. I think that's what I have to say about that. There's definitely always a a way to get get rid of it, even if you don't think it's great or if it feels like it's not doing so well at first. There's yeah. There's an audience for it if it's good, you know. Yeah.
0: No, I agree with that. And I also agree with the fact that you got to be patient sometimes with it. And sometimes it's like you just have to wait for the right the right avenue. And it's just kind of figuring out what's your what are you waiting to to do before you kind of say, yeah, I got to release it because I've had this for years. Yeah. and No one wants it, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just like it's time for it to go. Um, have you gotten I'm always curious about this because. Like the, I I always think about you because there's like an AT&T commercial um, or I think, or I think it was an AT&T or like there was a commercial that says like, oh, it's, you know, like it's, you know, it's not good to be okay. And like, so I always wonder, have you gotten, ever gotten criticism with the name? um, Because I know there's always like that someone comes up and and talks to you during a market (laughs) or something like that, that asks you like, you know why do you, why would you say just, okay, like what, what, you know, like do you, what, how have you handled that? And like, what do you, what are some of these experiences that you've had with that?
1: Yeah. When that, uh, that AT&T commercial came out, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but they use or like, there was something like just okay is not good or something. Yeah. And I didn't, like, I don't really watch TV enough to like, see that so when people started saying that to me it was like referencing that commercial i was like i don't know what's going on i don't know what you want for me <laughs> and even before that people would be like just okay i don't want to just okay isn't okay that didn't happen terribly often to be honest most of the people that uh would come up to me at markets would kind of get where i was coming from to some extent but yeah. i would just tell those people that like it's like you can't be perfect all the time like it truly is just okay to be just okay if you're making some effort to get better and in whatever regard that is but yeah i haven't had too much that i can't complain really but it definitely is a thing the sorts of like characters that you meet at markets that have to pick apart every oh yeah that's one of the reasons i'm doing less honestly (laughs)
0: yeah I mean, there really is a, those people that always come up to you. I, I mean, I'm always laughing at the ones that come and they look at you and they start asking all the questions. And then you're like, why? If you don't care about my stuff, then just move on to the next seller. Don't spend 10 minutes talking to me about <laughs> right? like why, why sp- I did it.
1: Any ounce of your attention and time on something that you do not enjoy interfacing with. Like, exactly. move on, friend.
0: <laughs> what would you say has the, been the toughest part about running your brand? Huh. The hardest
1: part, I think is just managing every aspect of it. Um, There's, there's so many facets of being a small business that you have to like think about. And I don't even know if I like realized until recently, just how much stuff I was doing. Like everyone jokes about that. Like, Oh, I'm the photographer, marketing person, bookkeeper. It's like you literally do all, all this stuff and that's, and with me actually producing the product myself too, that's like a whole other thing that I'm working on delegating actually for, for that exact reason. It's just, there's, there's so much to do. And the the hardest part is like prioritizing and juggling all that and reprioritizing it and scheduling it. And that at the end of the day, I kind of just want to like draw something that makes people feel happy and that I'm proud of. So all that other stuff kind of is, is difficult to balance. Social media is ridiculous. They're like, I, I'm not like, I don't have a super fun time, like posting pictures on Instagram and like making that a schedule and doing that. So I've started to do that less actually, but that's just something that is a a necessity of the job and a difficult thing to get a handle on because all marketing for everything is posting stuff on the internet now. And unless you're like a medium to large size business, at least in my experience, maybe people are different, but. I'm not going to pay someone like six thousand dollars a month to AB test their Facebook ads for me and like work, talk about my product and do things. It's it's kind of like that's not at the investment level or like even tone that I want my uh, yeah. stuff to have. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you've experienced. It.
0: I'm Some in that boat with you, you as well. Like boat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and like knowing that you're like you have all these you know you could have all these followers and obviously like. I I always like tell people like the, the number doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. But at the same time, like the, the the reason the number does at the end of the day does matter to have the because is because you're only seeing only maybe 10% of the people are actually seeing your stuff. So obviously, if you can have a larger number, then obviously more people yeah. can see it. But it's it's a game of like, what what is it to post and what do I post? Um, and then obviously, like I've had people on that have talked about that, like, you know, making sure that you're doing, that you're posting things that are having to do with your brand and your community and what your culture and what you want people to know, um, and not always making it about, you know, me, 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 or buy, buy, buy. Um, and it's a tough one because you kinda, you know, obviously you are still a small business and you still want people to buy it. And so you kind of have to still showcase it, but it's like, how do you message it? And so it's definitely a balance, definitely a balance when it comes to that. And it's, and you know, it's, it's difficult when it comes to that, you know, to be able to kind of go through that. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, that's something interesting. Like, trying not to sell stuff is like it's hard to do but I actually have had the most like success on stuff where you where you're not like really trying to sell stuff it's almost like less a game of numbers and more like like virality or something like if you yep. can make something cool enough that people share it that's better than like it doesn't matter what the picture photo or what you say about it is it's like if, if something can resonate with one person enough to show that to their friend it like it doesn't matter if you're posting on a schedule and like using all these call to actions and all that like whatever jargon that the buzzfeed articles tell you to do <laughs> on instagram or whatever like if you can just make something that like is good enough for three people to be like i need all of my friends to see this and that, that's kind of why TikTok is definitely where a lot of people are moving now that's cool because like there's not like a share function on TikTok. It's just like the computers put it where it needs to go for the most part. And they're good at that,
0: (laughs) I guess. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, So I know, and I know you mentioned like the idea of wanting to create and all that stuff. And I know you have like an idea dream notebook. So like, what's your process when it comes to producing a product? Like, how do you, how do you know, like, okay, I'm going to produce this, um, you know, during your, you know, your your ideas or if you were to come up with something in a dream or in the middle of the night, um, what's kind of what your process, creative process for that?
1: Hmm. Yeah. I do have just like a, a note app that has a bunch of just sayings and stuff. Um, usually the saying or like the text on a T will come before I did, I decide like what illustration or where to, where to take it. But I sort of, don't follow a, a big schedule on that which is why i'm not necessarily like prolific with like i don't come out with like three designs every month or something i'm yeah. usually just being careful to like make sure i'm enjoying what i'm putting out there and i think that's a a big thing that i'm now getting the grasp of more is like i need to like think that this is one of the coolest things i've ever seen 90 percent of the time yeah. so that's kind of how i handle the process of it it's like is this saying cool is this saying silly enough that like i feel like it means something or other people will like it like um that last uh that last shirt that i made scott Hold um no that one was in the same vein as that for sure that's yeah. shirt but um uh, the one i'm referencing is uh that every day i am harvesting the wild and yes. spontaneous bounties of a physical existence i just like workshopped that phrase for like five minutes and i was like this is the next shirt like i'm gonna like drop everything else this is like what i need to do now and i just like made an illustration that was weird and went with that so i think there's a lot to be said with doing what like feels good at no, the moment
0: i you know? agree and i and i've kind of seen where i've seen brands that do like maybe the larger brands that do the release more frequent like constantly doing it but i also feel like when they do that i feel like they're maybe not fully heart, like they're not fully captured or fully kind of created. It's kind of like they it's like, Oh, this is the concept yeah. we're going to go with it. And so then it's not fully, fully developed sometimes or workshopped. Um, but they're doing it because they need to release something constantly. Yeah. Um, and their
1: customers can see that, uh, like most of them probably can, like yeah. you can tell like someone's like heart wasn't in this or like, this isn't, even if you can't tell that consciously, you're, like some part of your subconscious I think when you're looking at arts like this is, like they really weren't into this or like this isn't like the best that they can be and like not as a diss or a a critique but just as like a, a feeling of like observing art I yeah. think some people are like that I'm definitely like that with my own art and others people's yeah. and yeah. No, I,
0: I'm with you 100%. When it comes to that, there's a, there's always something there when it comes to that. Is there something that you've created that you thought? Well, I guess we've talked about like the, the idea of like creating something and then kind of from there, going the route of like trying to you know like because you've done. I mean, I really do appreciate the fact that you've done everything from pencils to pencil cases, um, all different types of hats. Um, but what I also appreciate is the fact that you actually are sewing, you're, you're down to the point where you're like actually sewing labels, um, onto your, onto your shirts. Um, and, and, and a lot yeah. of people, you know, a lot of people sometimes will kind of say to you, like, and I know we've talked about you kind of delegating and not doing everything. Cause it's so hard. Um, but it's something that I admire from you because like, I I'm just like you, I do everything on my end, except for I have, I mean, I, and I delegate a lot and I'm still doing a right. lot. Um, so like how, how, how difficult does that become? Um, and I mean, and I totally love the fact that you do all those things, but it, it definitely got to take a toll, um, to be able to kind of create and produce all those things. And sew all those things and, and, and the time consuming that yeah. it comes with that.
1: No, absolutely. That's yeah. What I was saying earlier about delegating stuff. Like I, I like that I get to like touch every product on that level and like put the finally final touch on it. But I never intended to be like sewing tags on stuff. I had like two things that I was gonna do that kind of like fell through or didn't uh, really go the way that I wanted them to, where I was just like, I have to take this in my own hands. I need the quality of this product to like be at this level and I'm not gonna sacrifice that to delegate it at the moment. So until I find the solution, which I think I have, until I find that perfect delegation, um, I'm gonna sew the tags on each shirt. because the other people that I have do it don't do it to the quality level that I want or like when I get stuff manufactured overseas or whatnot it's not it's not the quality level that I want so um I deal with that basically just by knowing that I'm not going to have to do it much longer and that I will be able to make more cooler better products that will like affect more people and in replace of like literally sewing a tag onto 300 shirts before i can like ship them like it's yeah it it takes a long time to like do all those little things and Mm
0: -hmm. i'm yeah all time that you don't really have but you somehow still find the time to do it which is very admirable to be able to see you (laughs) do all those things but um how have you handled or because i know one of the things that i've seen more of you this year maybe not more markets but i have seen you more in more stores um do you have any words of wisdom to give um, to people that are kind of wanting to put their selves, their, themselves into more stores? Um, and maybe like what you've done, like approach, do they approach you, you approach them? Um, you know, what do you, how, you know, maybe give yeah. some insight to, to folks like that.
1: Um, every uh, wholesale thing that I do, or like uh, stockists is what they're called in this world. That's the word. Um, they've, they've reached out to me through whatever platform so I don't I don't know if I have any useful tips on that. I don't know if there's like a, a formula to make that happen, yeah. Um, just like how, uh, getting your stuff out there in a way that the people that own those stores can see that other people like really like it and like taking pictures in it and being around it is probably, uh, I guess, the best way to do that because I, I, I literally don't know how I did that. I've just I was just trying to make cool social media stuff and like a bunch of Like amazing shops that I was like wow I like really resonate with what you're doing here the inside of this thing looks awesome I like you're like doing things right, Uh, I was so yeah I don't have there's not a formula for that I don't think there probably is, but my experience doesn't have one because that's not something I was like seeking hard, you can find buyers and like promote in a way that does that but that is not the path that I took to do that.
0: I totally get it. Did you have you have you ever experienced? and Not that I want you to name names. Have you ever experienced where there's a store that reaches out and you're like, eh, I don't really think you fit with my brand.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's sometimes in the in the small business world. I think like consignment is used a lot more than I think is cool for some shops. And some shops, it's necessary. No. No shame if. Yeah. Any any shops do that. It's just the way I work with that stuff is like I don't. I just need you to pay me whatever the price is for the wholesale item. And then like, it's yours. Yeah, the, then- the whole like, middle and diming and like, oh, bring me like $2,000 worth of product. And then you don't get anything for that until it sells is just, um, that's not really something that I like, but I haven't had any like terrible experiences with any, anything really. Okay. I feel like I'm pretty good at like looking at a place's Instagram or, seeing like the vibe I get from talking to them to know if it's going to be like a a cool relationship or something that'll be good for both of us in the long run, you know? Yeah. Have you had any experiences like that?
0: I've had some places that have reached out and I'm kind of like, "Mm, I don't know if it fits, Um, fits exactly. So I kind of like held back. I definitely know that I've like, I'm i haven't put it out into the universe yet, but obviously like you and I are both in the neighbors, uh, you know, in, in there. Right. And like, and so I'm definitely like, that's kind of like, I'm, I'm open now. I'm going to, I, my goal in 2022 is to put it out there more as saying, Hey, I am available for wholesale or whatever in case, because I've had in the past when I first started small businesses or mostly restaurants wanting right. to carry some shirts and stuff in there. But my whole thing is like, sometimes when I want to, my whole thing was everything from how my packaging was and all those things. Plus the fact that shirts and food, sometimes they smell, um, you yeah, know, so then absolutely. the shirts smell like food. Um, so it was kind of one of those where I was like, I had some Philly cheesesteak places that are like, Hey, we want to do a cheesesteak shirt. And I'm like, yeah but i'm like it's gonna smell and then what you yeah, know like this onion,
1: anytime anyone gets it and your, your yeah. whole like packaging and brand image is, is based on this like crazy experience of like receiving a package that's yep. identical to a sandwich for every step of the way until you go to take a bite into it and it's a, a delicious t-shirt so like i could definitely see yeah. why why you would want to keep that experience kind of sacred and special for everyone
0: yep and i think for me that's been part of the process of letting of trying to the mixture of growing it and trying to do wholesale but at the same time what do, how to what's the best avenue to do it where i can also kind of keep that so i've mentally of getting myself to the point where i'm like i think i'm get to the point where i'm basically saying okay well if you buy wholesale then you obviously like the shirt and you're going to buy the shirt it's not just the experience but if you want to buy it directly from me at a market or on my website then obviously you're going to get um, you're going to get that experience that I, that yeah. I wanna provide. So yeah. What advice would you give someone starting something? Make sure
1: you are enjoying the process, <laughs> starting something, anything, anything, I guess, anything you're starting, uh, pay attention to how it makes you feel and the parts you like and the parts you don't like and what, what you're going to focus on. Um, if you're talking about a business uh, specifically, I think making, What you want to make and having confidence that your taste and your ideas are unique and there's some kind of audience from them if they're executed well i think that's my that's my succinct answer for that big question
0: yeah man i think that's a that's a great that's a great answer because and that's one of the reasons why i've had Um, I try to like be able to show folks that there's, it doesn't matter what it is. There's going to be an audience for you. You just need to be, find the right, you know, find the right medium to, to get, to reach out to them, to get to them, um, and then connect with them. So
1: yeah, precisely anything that you're interested in or want to do, or like pursue as a small business, like there's, there's somehow an audience for that. Like, like whatever your unique take on this thing is, is like probably going to be loved by a lot of people if you put like the time and care into it for yeah. sure yeah i
0: totally agree with that um do you have any final thoughts or anything that you think um people should know and obviously i'll i'll after that i'll kind of give you have you do the plug of where how they can find you but do you have any final thoughts or or ideas that you think um if you kind of like if you were starting out cuz obviously now you've been doing this for you know for a few years now um that you probably would have told yourself um you know told a younger self to do
1: yeah i mean i'll say what i just said actually in a different way but that um your taste in what you think is cool is going to resonate harder with whoever than trying to subscribe to a trend or do something that someone else is doing i think and you're a perfect example of that actually um, that the, the weirdest thing, like really enjoying sandwiches and sandwich culture and sandwich sure. art is like a very unique, uh, <laughs> idea and it's incredible because you build an enormous audience around it and that that's like your taste and your vision. And that is so much more effective and a good way to make a business than seeing like oh everyone's making t-shirts now Now i'm gonna make a t-shirt company when you don't like really care about like the like anything else about that i guess what you want to do is is important i guess and like you should stay true to your taste and that that will attract people to you when they can see that you're really into what you're doing
0: no, I think that's, I think you totally hit it. And I think that's, that's one. And like I said, that's one of the things that I love about your brand and and why I'm a huge fan of it. Cause uh, there's a lot of elements that you speak very, uh, a lot of truths. And like, one of my favorites is your original, like, you know, just it's okay to be okay with the rainbow. Um, And it's funny because I don't even ever even wear like the yellow shirt. I'm not a, usually a fan of yellow shirts, but like I had to get it when I got it because like I loved it, and uh, and I and it's it's just a great um a, a great message, um so I really appreciate you uh you know you taking the time to come uh and come on with me and kind of talk, and uh and for me to get a chance to kind of share your brand with everyone, so I definitely appreciate it. Where can uh where where can people follow you and support you and and check you out online?
1: Um, I am just okay co uh, on Instagram. Uh, just on the World Wide web and uh just okay co on tiktok too it's pretty simple you'll find me somehow yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks so much for having me man uh, hopefully i see you in the wild soon this is I, fun i
0: definitely do it's been uh it's been a long time that was another reason why i wanted to have you on i miss seeing you because uh i you uh you always have it's uh, it's i i absolutely in, really enjoy like your art and it's one of those things where I, I know i've been talking to you for years about it and i'm hoping in 2022 we come up with something together where i can kind of work with you on something on Deli fresh threads with you because
1: yeah we definitely got a collab I, i'll help yeah sandwich. man i
0: definitely uh i <laughs> i definitely would love uh love what what you're creating and what you're doing and i love the message um, that you're providing out there. So definitely, uh, definitely check them out. Um, well, that's our show for today. So thank you so much to Matt Verdier um, of Just OK Co uh, for being on and having lunch with me. Definitely make sure to check them out. Very easy. Just OK Co. Uh, definitely put it in there. You will find it and you will love it and, uh, and definitely do some shopping and show them some love. Um, If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe. And if you want to support me, check out my brand, Deli Fresh Threads, um, and possibly do some shopping or maybe even just spread the word for me. I'd I'd appreciate that as well. Um, Do that. But uh, thank you so much. Until next time, keep eating sandwiches and follow your passion.